What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! My name is Alan Davis, and I'm thrilled to death that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as the gospel message can cleanse a person from his sins. James chapter 5 verse 20 talks about a multitude of sins. And notice in 2 Peter chapter 1 what the apostle talked about starting in verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they shall make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Notice what the apostle wrote in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. And notice the apostle again in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24 who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. And of course, one very famous verse in Christianity is 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And think about what Jesus said in Mark chapter 4, verse 23. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Today, are you listening to the word of the living God. If you would like 
today for somebody to pray with you and or for you, give us a call at 646-314-3625. That number again is 646-314-3625. Thanking God for His goodness, it's Prophecy Time. You are special to us. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, Alan and I would like to send you a book entitled The Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 Bible promises that will be an encouragement to you. Please go to our website, which is bronxbbc.org. O-R-G, and scroll down to PayPal. Don't forget to leave your address. Be sure to keep your dial set at 570 every day at 2.30, Monday through Friday, for It's Prophecy Time. Thanks for listening. We're It's Prophecy Time. Church is the place to be on Sunday morning. We invite you to the Bronx Building Baptist Church this Sunday or any Sunday you are welcome. We are located at 2049 Bartow Avenue, the lower level, room 28 near Bay Plaza. Our service begins at 1045. See you then. It's prophecy time. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled, The Doom of the Glory of Kingdoms in Isaiah 13 and 14, Part 9. Her sinfulness. Everyone is a sinner. As the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Numbers 32 verse 14 talks about an increase of sinful men. Isaiah 1 4, a sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. Amos chapter 9 verse 8 talks about the sinful kingdom. And notice the words of Jesus Christ in Mark chapter 8, verse 38. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Peter said to Jesus in Luke chapter 5, verse 8, Depart from me. For I am a sinful man, O Lord. Luke chapter 24, verse 7 talks about the hands of sinful men. Romans chapter 7, verse 13, to being exceeding sinful. Romans chapter 8, verse 3, to the likeness of sinful flesh. And Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 22, talks about a sin worthy of death. The Babylonian woman of Isaiah 47, verse 12, is spoken about being in connection to the multitude of her sorceries. 
And in Revelation chapter 18, verse 23, it says, For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. So, the Babylon of the future is sinful. And the question that we have this day and want to answer is, what are some parallel passages of Babylon that refer to her sinfulness? And today, out of our six major passages on Babylon, we're going to be looking at four of these, and we'll look at two of them tomorrow. Number one, Isaiah 13 and 14. So all nations are deceived by Babylon's sorceries. In Isaiah chapter 13, verse 11, it's talking about their evil. I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. And I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. So Isaiah chapter 13, verse 1 talks about the burden or an utterance against Babylon or chiefly a doom, the doom of Babylon. And here, part of the world is Babylon here, and it's talking about their evil, their iniquity in Isaiah 13, 11, and their arrogancy of the proud, the arrogancy of the proud and the haughtiness of the terrible. In Isaiah chapter 13, verse 19, it's talking about the fact that God overthrows it like Sodom and Gomorrah, and it shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation, certainly not applicable to ancient Babylon or southern Iraq today, as individuals are living in southern Iraq right now. In Isaiah chapter 14, verses 4 and 5, it's talking about the king of Babylon. Thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, How hath the oppressor, here's talking about Babylon being an oppressor, oppressive, ceased, the golden city ceased, the Lord hath broken the staff of the wicked. So here we see the king of Babylon spoken about as being wicked. And this king of Babylon in Isaiah 14 is very closely connected here in this chapter with Lucifer, who five times talks about, I will, five times. He says this, starting in verse 13, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation and the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. So here we see a self-willed Lucifer, and no doubt also referring to the king of Babylon, who is closely associated with him, talking about I will versus not my will, Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane, but thine be done. And if we skip down to Isaiah 14, starting with verse 20, this king of Babylon is not given a burial in the context of the return of Jesus Christ. And it says this, starting in verse 20, Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers, so here's talking about these evildoers in Babylon, shall never be renowned or well known, 
prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers. So here we see in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 21, the iniquity of their fathers or the sins of the fathers or the sins of the parents that caused the downfall of the glory of kingdoms in the end. Number two, the second major parallel passage talking about the sinfulness of Babylon is Isaiah chapter 47. Desolation comes upon Babylon suddenly because of her sinfulness. We're going to be picking up here in Isaiah chapter 47 with verse 9. But these two things shall come upon thee in a moment, in one day, the loss of children and widowhood. They shall come upon thee in their perfection for, here it is, for the multitude of thy sorceries and for the great abundance of thine enchantments. Thou hast trusted, Isaiah 47, 10, in thy wickedness. Thou hast said, none seeth me. She does not feel that she's accountable to anyone. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath perverted thee. So here we see the Lady of Kingdoms of Isaiah 47, 5 being perverted. Desolation comes upon her suddenly in verse 11. Verse 12 talks about her enchantments. Verse 12 also talks about the multitude of her sorceries. These astrologers, these stargazers, these monthly prognosticators are unable to deliver themselves from the power of the flame. None shall save thee, in verse 15. So here we see the sinfulness of the Lady of Kingdoms, or Babylon, in Isaiah chapter 47. Moving on, thirdly, to the book of Habakkuk. We have all kinds of sins spoken about in the book of Habakkuk, all this violence In chapter 1, verse 3, her iniquity in verse 3, the spoiling and violence again that is within her, her being overcome and engaging in strife and contention. She raises it up. She's ready to fight. And these are spoken about as wicked individuals. They are wicked, a wicked Babylon overcoming a righteous Israel in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 4. We see also in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 9, her violence again spoken about. They gather the captivity as the saying as we're heading towards slavery. She's engaged in slavery and this captivity as we're heading toward this future context that reveals Jesus Christ in Habakkuk chapter 3 as he comes back to save his people. Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13 talks about her iniquity and dealing treacherously. She negotiated this treaty and then broke it, as we need to certainly understand Revelation chapter 12, the expulsion of Satan out of heaven, and how that influences the decision of the leader of the Lady of Kingdoms or this glorious kingdom of the last days. As the wicked, these wicked Babylonians are overcoming a righteous Israel, And in Revelation chapter 12, when Satan is kicked out of heaven for good, at the midpoint of the tribulation period, verse 17 talks about the remnant of this woman's seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 5 talks about the Antichrist being a proud man, an individual who transgresses by wine, These nations of the world 
rise up suddenly against her in verse 7. She has spoiled many nations, overthrown many nations. Verse 8 speaks about men's blood, a bloody place, the violence of the land, of the city, an evil covetousness spoken about in verse 9, talking about the city of Jerusalem, no doubt, and the land of Israel that she has overcome and run over, as she has overcome the nation of Israel. She has sinned against her own soul in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 10. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 12 also talks about her building a town or the city of Jerusalem with blood and establishing the city by iniquity. The violence of Lebanon is spoken about in verse 17 of chapter 2. Men's blood, the violence of the land, the violence of the city, the graven images, the false god of the Antichrist is spoken about here in verse 18 as the molten image, the graven image, dumb idols, dumb stone. And so we see her sinfulness, worshiping false gods. And here in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 13, it's talking about the Antichrist as being the head out of the house of the wicked. So here we see all of her sins spoken about in the book of Habakkuk. Many of them are referred to. And so many individuals are more concerned about someone speaking about these things than they are the sins that are going on in society today. Many individuals are not even speaking about these things. Isaiah 17 and 18 is our fourth major passage on Babylon. And verse 14 of chapter 17 talks about her robbing and spoiling Israel, which brings about her demise in the end. Today, maybe you're an individual who is uncertain about your eternal destination, but you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sin, was buried, rose again from the dead. And if you believe the simple gospel message and if the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is drawing you at this moment to Himself, I want you to bow your head and pray something like this. Dear God, I am a sinner. Forgive me for my sins simply because I believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose again from the dead. I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. Reaching out to families throughout this area, it's prophecy time. If you just prayed this prayer, please call or text us at 646-314-3625. You can even write to It's Prophecy Time, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. We would like to encourage you in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Uplifting and encouraging, It's Prophecy Time. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, my wife and I would like to send you the Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 promises from the Bible. Please go to our website, bronxbbc.org, 
scroll down to the PayPal, and don't forget to leave your address so that we can send you this 173-page book. Thank you in advance for helping us with this radio broadcast. You can contact this ministry at 646-314-3625 or just go to our website at itsprophecytime.org. Again, that website is www.itsprophecytime.org. If you're not already going to a Bible preaching church, come out to visit us one Sunday morning from 1045 a.m. to 1230 p.m. We're meeting at the Bartow Mall, lower level, room 28. It's near Bay Plaza. Here's the address, 2049 Bartow Avenue. That address again is 2049 Bartow Avenue. I pray you can make it this Sunday morning at 1045. Every day should be Thanksgiving Day. Thanks for listening to It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for tuning in to It's Prophecy Time today. We are on Monday through Friday at 2.30 to 3. If you miss a program, we do have a podcast where you can get our messages anytime for your convenience. Go to Apple or Google Podcasts, then type in the search box, It's Prophecy Time. You are important to us. Don't miss a message. Thanks for listening. We're It's Prophecy Time. As we get older, time passes so much more quickly, doesn't it? I remember my parents telling me that, but I never really believed them. Until it started to become a reality in my own life. Summers used to last forever when I was a kid. And the holiday season would take forever to arrive. Now the warm weather and baseball season seem to fly by. And once again, we're approaching that special time known as Thanksgiving. When I was young, it mostly meant a huge meal with turkey being the star of the show and some much needed time off from school. Now, it's a time for me to humbly thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me in so many ways. Sure, I still look forward to that turkey dinner and to having a few days off of work, but I'm much more mindful of the one who makes it all possible. All of us here at It's Prophecy Time want to wish you and your family a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Please remember to support us with your monthly gift. We truly appreciate your partnership at It's Prophecy Time. You're always welcome to attend our services on Sunday morning. The Bronx Building Baptist Church is located at 2049 Bartow Avenue, the lower level room 28 near Bay Plaza. There are various buses that come to this spot for your convenience. We begin at 1045. See you then. If you want to make a donation to this nonprofit organization, just go to our website at itsprophecytime.org. That website again is www.itsprophecytime.org. One reason you should support It's Prophecy Time Ministries is because it is educational. Education in Bible prophecy helps a Christian to grow in Jesus Christ. Write out your generous donation to It's Prophecy Time Ministries and send it to Post Office Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475.
It's Prophecy Time Ministries, Post Office Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. You can contact this ministry at 646-314-3625 or just go to our website at itsprophecytime.org. Again, that website is www.itsprophecytime.org. They say you miss something a lot more after it's gone. Well, we don't want you to miss us. You can assure that we'll be around for years to come by helping us financially. Thanks from It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.